Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today's going to be episode 68 of the NeuroEdge podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in today. The name of today's episode is How You Do One Thing Is How You Do Everything. It's a little bit of a long-winded title, and you may have heard someone say that before. But what I wanted to do today is take this age-old saying that we have and break it down into bite-sized chunks and really talk about how we do Things in different areas of our life actually relate to our whole life as a whole and actually things that seem that they're independent and exclusive, that they wouldn't really matter in other areas of our life, actually have a huge effect into other areas of our life. And so we want to make sure, like I always talk about, that we set the baselines right for everything in our life, particularly as it relates to our health and fitness, but just everything that we're doing, our work, our relationships, how we run our household, everything like that. You really want to break down and look at how you're running every area of your life and see how that is either contributing or not contributing to getting you on the path to where you want to go. Kind of one saying that goes hand in hand with this is, does it help you get where you want to go? So what I am doing, especially in my life right now, is looking at things in my life and saying, does this help me get closer to what I want to do? Does this action help me get closer to that which would I that which I want to achieve with my life. And I've really been trying to do a good job of condensing down all of my activities, all of my possessions, all of that into things that actually relate to get me closer to where I want to go. And I wanted to take today's episode and really break down all these other areas and how we can look at them. And whereas traditionally, I haven't thought about this, but or I don't think a lot of people have, traditionally don't think other areas of your life may relate to how you go about setting your goals, whether that's with your health, wealth, whatever it is. But I wanted to break down all these areas and kind of get into it. So with that being said, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff on the YouTube channel. If you are listening to the podcast through iTunes or any of that, leave a review. Also, if you like a community of like-minded people that enjoy talking about the same thing, that we talk about and you resonate with this type of content, head on over. I've got the link to the Facebook group and all that stuff. So I'm working on growing that right now and creating a community where people can dialogue back and forth about how they are working to improve their lives and create a micro community of people that ultimately are just obsessed with performance, making themselves better and becoming the best version and healthiest version of themselves. So let's get on into it. So what is this overarching idea of how you do one thing, how you do everything. What does that even mean? Well, I think you can, and what we're gonna do is break this into bite-sized chunks, but I think you can look at your overall life and just say, okay, how am I treating my life? Am I focused on what I wanna do? And I am I in pursuit of that? Or am I kind of just wishy-washy? And I've, I'm saying this on this episode as much to myself as anybody that's listening. I'm not trying to call anybody out or anything like that. For me, this is more of a learning experience and this is something that I am working on daily. And I don't think this is something that you get to a point where it's completely set. This Doing this and living your life this way is more of a practice. It's not a destination. It's a skill and a practice, not a destination that you get to and everything is taken care of. And that goes to say with... That can be said for anything in life, whether it's your health. Health is not a destination. It's a skill that you learn and you learn how to take care of yourself and you learn how to take care of your body. Working and developing skills as a person, whether you're an employee, an entrepreneur, whatever it is, 
that is a skill. It's not a destination. You never, quote, make it. I guess some people could if they make enough money and they just want to go sit on an island somewhere. But that would probably get boring pretty fast. But anyway, back to this idea of how we do one thing is how we do everything. How you treat every aspect of your life and the seemingly most insignificant things can relate to how you go about trying to achieve your goals. So what I wanted to do is kind of make connections. Think of this as like a dot connector episode where we're going back and forth and we're making connections about things that we all have to do as humans that we go about and carry on with our lives and connect the dots and see how they relate or don't relate to getting you closer to what you want to do, getting you closer to achieving your goals and ultimately getting closer to that which it is you want to do. And I think before you need to, before you do that, you really need to sit down and ask myself, what do I want to do? Because a lot of people haven't even thought about that. They just get so caught up in trying to make day-to-day life, pay their bills, take care of their family, all that stuff. So sometimes the things... The little things that we do end up consuming so much of our time that we don't even have time to think about what we want to do. And then our life becomes being a slave to the little things that we do that end up having nothing to do with what we want to do. So really, this is about breaking away and breaking free from things that don't contribute to what you want to do and then focusing on the things that you do. And what's going to happen, all those little things that we have to do as a human, like eat, go to the grocery store, all those little chores that we have to do end up being a reflection of how you treat yourself and how you treat your life going about it. So that might sound a little abstract, but let's go ahead and get on because I've got a bunch of these bullet points I want to talk about. So one, what is the first example of how you do everything is how you do anything? Well, think about how clean your house or apartment is right now. And this is something I am calling myself out as much as I am saying it to anybody else. And again, this is not an episode to criticize anybody or tell you how to live your life. I would never want to do that. And if you aren't someone that wants to be held accountable, you probably, this is an episode about making yourself better. So again, I say these things that I am not perfect, but this is something, again, that I am saying to myself as much as anybody listening to this. But anyway, keeping your house clean. So if you are a business person or you are an entrepreneur and you want to build a great business. Well, what does that take? That takes organization. If you want to become the best at whatever it is you're doing, whether you're an athlete, again, entrepreneur, business person, doctor, lawyer, any of that stuff, that takes some sort of organization. And if you look at where you live, are you as organized where you live as it's going to take to help get you where you want to go, whether that's living a healthier lifestyle, being better at your job, whatever it is. So is your house clean enough right now that reflects a clean state of mind that is focused and intent on pursuing your goals? I know for me this last week, I've been working on cleaning out my house and it was because I said, man, if I am going to be focused and 100% intent on achieving the business I want to build and the health that I want to have for my life, how can I live in a messy house? And it's not by my house was necessarily super messy, but it was just a little cluttered and unorganized. So how does that contribute to being closer to where I want to get? Well, it doesn't. And what I did this last week is I really cleaned my house up, gave away a bunch of old clothes and stuff to charity, and the amount of cleanness, calmness, focus, and clarity was huge. I had just just opened up and it's weird how that works, how when you clear the energy of a space, when you get rid of stuff that doesn't matter and clutter and everything, 
how it almost is like a weight off your back and it allows your brain to focus on what you want to do rather than always having this thing in the back of your head that's telling you, oh, you know, you need to clean this, you need to clean that. And so I have noticed since I've made a conscious effort in the last couple of weeks to really make sure that my house is cleaner, I am focused on what I want to do. So again, how you do one thing, how you take care of your house, most likely is a reflection of the state of your brain and how you're going to be going about trying to achieve the goals you want to be and you're going to not going to have the same clutter in your mind as you would in your house. So I know it seems small, but it does, definitely does translate into other areas. Number two, same thing, how you keep your car. This is assuming that you have a car. If you live in a big city or something like that, you might not have a car. But if you do, is your car clean? And I know that sounds like the most minute thing. What does having your car clean have to do with how you're living your life. It's actually a great reflection because it shows the state of what you are protecting around you and how you are allowing things into your life to dictate what it is you're doing. And so is your car clean? I know, especially because I'm in real estate, that if you, I need to keep my car clean in case I ever, for any reason, have to have anybody in my car. But I know people that have dirt, bottles, all that stuff in their car, does that reflect the state of mind in which, you, in which you are focused on what you are going to do? Or every time you get in your car, you think, man, I really need to clean this up. This is nasty. This is disgusting. So again, seems like a little, little thing that's not a big deal. How does it relate to you getting better and getting closer to what you want to achieve in life? However, even in regards to health, how does, a clean, how does having a dirty car relate to your health? How does having trash in your car relate to having getting better to your health. We're always going to have this thing around you that's saying, hey, you need to do this and you haven't done it. So it's kind of this unfinished mentality. But just as it relates to your house being clean, kind of the same thing with your car. And what I think this, a lot of this is going to boil down to, and you'll see this throughout a lot of these different themes, is you're sending subconscious messages to your brain about how you view yourself. And so if you don't keep your house clean, if you don't keep your car clean, is it going to be the end of the world? No. But what you're telling yourself is this, that's the state in which you are worthy of capable, worthy and capable of doing things. So if your house is dirty and your car is dirty, you're already saying to yourself, you're trying to get better and get closer to your goals, lose weight, build muscle, whatever that is. And you have a dirty car and a dirty house. And it's like, how does that contribute? Is that a reflection of who you are as a person? Or you are, are you someone that's clean? And again, no judgment, anything like that, but it's just a reflection of the state of mind you're in. Number three is going to be your desk. And this is something that I am definitely guilty of is having a dirty desk with things moved around and all over the place. And again, this is a reflection of the state of mind you're in and what you're doing. Is your desk cluttered and has a thousand different things going on? Even though I know, because I've been there before, where you think, oh, it's cluttered, but I know exactly where everything is. It's a reflection of the state of mind and how you're treating yourself to get where you want to go. And so if you have a dirty desk that's unorganized and has a bunch of stuff everywhere, again, it's a reflection of your mind. It's almost like a mirror into how you're thinking. And if you are not focused and channeling your energy into one thing or a couple things that you are intently focused on becoming better at, it's not going... Having a dirty desk, again, with the and same thing with the house and the car does not serve you whatsoever. So again, it's creating the environment around yourself that sends subconscious messages to your brain that says, man, this is powerful. This is, I'm the type of person that is 
living in a clean, organized house. My car is clean and organized. My desk is clean and organized and everything has its place and everything is structured. And I know it's going to help me get where I want to go. Again, seems small, but try cleaning it up and just see the difference. You have nothing to lose by doing this. And it's one of those things, if you look at, if you're someone that's obsessed, if you're someone like Michael Jordan that's obsessed with being the best, aren't you going to do everything in your life to make sure that you're getting closer to where you want to go. I know I want to. So think about that as we go through these things. Number four is going to be your workouts. And this is something obviously that I have a huge passion for and specialize in teaching. But how do your workouts reflect what you're doing? Do you just kind of show up? Do you just kind of say, oh, I need to work out. And then you go and you don't push yourself and you don't have a structure in place and you don't have a program, and you don't have a routine? Do you just kind of get to the gym and say, oh, I think I'll do this today, and just kind of go with the flow and not really push yourself? And then maybe, I mean, is it better to go to the gym than not? Absolutely. But at the end of it, do you think you could have got more out of yourself? Do you think you could have left more on the table? I know every time I leave the gym, I want to be completely gassed. And I'm not saying I do. Again, this is I'm holding myself accountable as much as I am teaching this information. But I want to make sure that when I leave, everything has been left on the field, on the, on the court, on the gym, whatever it is, to make sure that I'm getting better. And obviously you want to do this if you're someone that trains really hard. You want to make sure you do this without getting injured because there's also the side of protecting yourself, protecting your health. However, do you give the same attention to detail in your workouts that you may in your business or that you may in your family? Because that's as important as anything else. So again... It can be the littlest thing. Everybody will say, oh, I went to the gym. But did you have a plan in place? Did you have a structure in place? Was there enough effort given where you said, man, I left it all on the field today? Number five is going to be with your work in general. So obviously this is important. I think it's something a lot of people focus on because of the financial aspect of it. But do you have goals in your work? Do you have time frames? And I know I'm as guilty as this much as anybody because we get stuck on the hamster wheel of doing things and just trying to keep up rather than being proactive and working on our skill set and on our business or whatever type of work you're in rather than being in it. And that's one of the biggest problems I think that a lot of people in our economy experience today is we get stuck working in things rather than on things and taking time to reflect and build a machine rather than being a part of the machine. And that, that doesn't have to mean you are an entrepreneur or whatever. It just is taking the time to have the attention to detail to look at yourself and reflect on yourself. But again, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you don't bring that attention to detail to work, chances are you won't in your health. Chances are you won't in your relationships with a significant other or with your family. And so how you treat your work is going to be a reflection of the state of mind about how you feel about other people around you. And again, sounds a little big, but it's not. It can it can affect all these other areas, and I think there's definitely something to be said with our confidence that we may, may have that we stem from our work, which a lot of times is tied to our identity. If you're not treating that with almost a sacred respect, you're not going to have the confidence and ability to treat other things in your life with that same sacred respect. Number six is going to be your relationships, and you see how these are all starting to kind of play together. Same thing with your relationships. If you don't treat your relationships, and again, this can be with a, I'm, I want to talk about this one more in the intrapersonal sense, but there's one for intrapersonal family and then also 
uh, romantic relationship, but if you look at interpersonal relationships, are you giving people in your life the attention? Are you the interested person instead of the interesting person? And what I mean by that is do you treat other people with respect and give them respect and make them feel important? Or are you someone that is selfish and looking out only for yourself needs? Again, I am as guilty as that as much as anybody else. However, I want to make a conscious effort to make sure that I'm interested in other people rather than trying to make myself the interesting one and trying to be the star of the show. Again, because how you do one thing is how you do everything. And this is going to be a mirror of how you feel about yourself. People are going to be naturally attracted to people that make them feel better about themselves. And this is going to help you in life, whatever it is, business, relationships, health. If you feel good about yourself, you're going to want to help other people and make other people feel special. If you're kind of unsure about yourself, you're going to need validation from other people. And this goes, to, this could be the same thing could be said in a romantic relationship. It's no different than it would be with someone with your family or workplace. It could be the same thing in a romantic relationship with a significant other, where are you the interested person or the interesting person? Are you always needing and trying to validate yourself or are you trying to contribute and ask, what can I do better today in this relationship? Again, if you do this and if you make a conscious effort of this, this is going to ripple into how you treat your health because how you feel about yourself is going to relate to how you relate to other people in your relationships. So again, seems like a small thing, but how you do one thing, how you treat your relationships is most likely going to affect how you treat your health, how you treat your job, how well you run everything around you. So again, these have ripple effects in other areas of our life. Number eight, and again, this is going to be something that I always harp on, is diet. How does the food we put in our body affect all of these other areas? One little thing, the food that we put in our, in our body is going to have massive, massive effects on how we do everything else with our life. And think about this in the terms of first, second, third order consequences, just consequences down the road. If I go and eat a big Krispy Kreme donut... Actually, if I go and eat a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts right now, how does that, and I just say, oh yeah, it's just one time, I didn't do it. The rest of my day is going to be a complete wash. And so how I show up at work, how I show up in my fitness routine, how I show up in my relationship is going to be terrible because I'm not going to feel good because I'm not going to have a sugar crash after I eat this Krispy Kreme donuts. And then I'm not going to be the best version of myself. And it just, all it takes is that one time. And it's everything, and this compounds over time. And so if you eat healthy over time, it's going to compound over time. And then you're going to look back in six months later and be like, wow, my life is so much better because I ate healthier and I fueled my body in a way. And I don't want to go off on a tangent about what we should be eating. Obviously, that is what this podcast is a lot about. So there's other episodes and more episodes to come about that. But how do you treat your diet? Do you treat your diet with a sacred reverence that says, how I'm fueling my body today is going to affect how I show up and everything else. Again, think about that. Think about how you do that one thing can affect everything. The next one is going to be verbalization and self-talk. And this is something that I have struggled with for a very, I'll be completely open and honest. I've struggled for a very long time with this in my life. And it's verbalization of self-talk, how I talk about myself. So do you say negative things about yourself? I forget the statistics or whatever, but the, the impact of something negative is 40 times stronger when you say it than just thinking it. And I believe that's right, but it might be more, it might be less. But just think about the impact of you verbalizing something negative about yourself. And this is something the last year or so I've really been trying to work on is not saying negative things about myself because 
I tend to be a person that is sometimes can say negative things about myself. And what happens is you're putting that into your brain and into your consciousness that you are not worthy, not good enough, whatever it is. Whether that's the case or whether it's not, it doesn't matter because you control what you say about yourself. And then your brain is going to reflect what you're saying. So even if you think something negative, do not say it about yourself. Again, it seems like a little thing. Oh man, I, I suck at this or I do this. I, you know, I'm not good enough for this, whatever. That little thing right there can have profound effects on your consciousness as a human and also your ability to achieve what you want. So if you're saying, hey, I've got all these goals, this is what I want to achieve, and then you're at the same time saying negative things about yourself, how does that serve you and how does that get you closer to the goals that you have for your life? So think about that. Again, little thing, but how you do that one thing, how you talk about yourself, and it doesn't even have to be to other people. I'm not saying you go around and brag to other people, but how you have a narrative in your head and what you say to yourself, whether that's in your thoughts or in actual words that come out of your mouth, don't do that. Think about positive things and think about getting closer to where you want to go. Again, and I'm not saying that in a rah-rah way. Just be very conscious of it because there is some a real aspect. Number one of the number ten is going to be sleep. And again, this is not an episode where I go off on sleep, but do you treat your sleep with the same sacred reverence that maybe you would want in your work or your relationships or whatever? And this is a tough one because we feel like a lot of times if you're a hard charging person that we got to be doing everything we can and maybe that means sacrificing sleep. And wrong. It means we should be prioritizing sleep that much more. We should be focused on our sleep to make sure that we get the best sleep. And again, I'm not going to go into the science of sleep or anything like that on this episode, but how you treat that one little thing can have even probably even more so than diet, huge profound effects on how you're going to show up at work, how you're going to show up in your family, which ends up affecting how you have relationships with people. And if, again, your sleep isn't dialed in, you're not going to feel like the best version of yourself. And then you're going to have, start to have problems in other areas of your life. So can't say the importance of that. Another one, leisure time. So how do you treat your leisure time? Are you someone that drinks a lot of alcohol, does drugs or something like that? Or do you do something that fuels you, like go out into nature or take vacation, spend time with your family? I think as humans, it's always important that we do have some sort of leisure time, uh, especially to actually have productive work instead of being focused on work all the time, have some leisure because I think we get a lot of insights and then also rest from that. But what are you doing with your leisure time? So again, are you doing something like drinking alcohol or drugs, which are going to ripple in. Obviously, I think that goes without saying that that's going to affect other areas of your life. But do you spend that time on actually bettering yourself? And I'm not, again, not here to tell anybody how to live their life, but there are certain things that you can choose to do with your leisure time that will help contribute get, and get you closer to where you want to go rather than detract and pull away from where you want to go. And again, have second, third, and fourth order consequences that can be very damaging long-term for whatever your goals are. The last one is entertainment. And when I say entertainment, I talk, I'm more thinking any sort of media that we consume, social media, books, podcasts, movies, TV shows, all that stuff. And think about what's, what's crazy about entertainment, and I could do a whole different episode on this, and I'm sure I will, is our brain, our subconscious is picking up everything around us at any given time. And our conscious mind only processes what we need to in order to help us survive, but our subconscious is picking all this stuff up. And so if you're watching negative things, if you're watching things that 
or violent, anything like that. And again, I'm as guilty as this of anybody. I love movies. I love all that stuff. However, if you are implanting negative and super low vibrational themes into your subconscious, that is going to have ripple effects into all these other areas of our life, our health, our work, our relationships, everything like that. And if you aren't conscious of the information that you're putting into your brain, I've talked about this before, I've done an episode called The Healthy Information Diet. If you're not conscious of this, it is going to have profound effects on how you see the world. And then also, again, all these other areas, how we talk about ourselves, how we treat ourselves, how we show up and everything. And so be very, very conscious, especially right now and everything, because the, the information age that we live in, there's just so much stuff out there and so much stuff you can expose yourself to. So be very conscious of how you consume your information. Again, you want to treat it with almost a sacred-like reverence and, and be on guard of your subconscious about what you're putting in. I know for me, I want to make sure that everything that I consume is helping me get better and it doesn't have to be necessarily that it's a, I'm learning something in that specific thing, but I want to make sure that it is contributing to a positive outlook on life and help contribute to my goals. So that is it. That is all the reasons I have. Again, think about all those little things that you do, how you do those things. And I try to go through everything, a lot of things that we do in life, just through our day-to-day life that we might not think about that much. Think about how that ripples effects into other areas of your life and is going to be the sum total of the overall person you are. So what I just talked about, if there's and there's definitely more, but a lot of these things are little things, but when you add them all together, it becomes the sum total of the person you are and the person that you are going to become. And so if you can control all these little things, it ends up making you a better version of the person that you want to become, which ultimately is why we're here, is to learn and grow and uh, create new experiences that help us make a better life and make a better place for everybody else on the planet. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. If you resonated this with this at all, let me know your feedback. Let me know if you try any of these different little tips and tactics to make your life better. And again, remember, even the smallest choices that we make have large consequences. And that's something that I learned being an athlete in my life, that attention to detail is key in anything we do. And it's not always the funnest thing, but if you can nail down all these different little areas, they start to compound on themselves and each one gets a little bit better and helps contribute to the other. So thanks again for tuning in and I will see you guys soon. Peace.